Sweet. Good. Awesome. That was quick. When we did the it. password was put in. That's, that's I mean, key. That might limit some things, yeah. Yeah. Hi, guys. I still can't see John at all, though, so... He's here. Weird. Um, I'm, but... I'm definitely on the stream. Yeah. I didn't doubt that, but, um... As far as you having a face, I doubt that. Yeah. Yep. I am actually just the question. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, that spinning circle? Is what I'm seeing the whole time. I, I am the the <laughs> Apple uh, rainbow circle. Right. Uh, I'm using a PC, but close enough. Close enough. I don't know why I thought you had a Mac. No. Uh, I've never owned a Mac actually. Okay. I use a Mac at work, but that's about it. I'm so sorry. PCs over here. Yeah. Right? Video games. Yeah, exactly. Paul's back. I'm back. Hi. Hey. Hey. My vacation time is over. There you go. Was it a great vacation? Probably yeah. not. It was the fucking best, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do it again sometime. No, but... I hope uh, not. <laughs> no. No, things, uh, things are done now. Well for now so i'm back we can talk about video games how have you guys been catch me up on the last two weeks quickly before we start this up what's going on hey um one of those we did barely an episode right all right yep i don't remember what we talked about quantum break is real good yep i heard that <clears throat> john stopped playing pokemon uh evolution elves thing Okay. Revolution, Elves Union, whatever the fuck. I think they changed their name again, but yeah. Yeah, yeah they've been changing it weekly at this point. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, as they say in the chat, the mobile Pokemon knockoff saga is over. That is correct. Because uh, we no longer have a reporter in the field. That's too bad. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's about it. It's been kind of slow. It's All right. Slow. Cool. You guys, are you guys doing anything fun this weekend? It's basically the weekend now. It's a Friday show. I leave Monday, so I am getting ready. Is that PAX East? Yes. We're going a little bit early to visit uh, girlfriend's family for a little bit. Cool. Okay, that's cool. So, okay, so PAX is next weekend. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you're not going to be on the show next weekend? No. Are I wouldn't have been know? even if we weren't leaving early, unless we did it Wednesday. But I'm gone Monday, so I'm not on next week, period. Okay, good to know. Because you know, so don't expect John next week. Right. What about you, Paul? Any any weekend plans? Every fucking beta is out this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my weekend. Uh, sincerely. Tomorrow I'm hosting a Golf with Friends tournament. So that's going to be fun. Uh, video games is this weekend. I have, a, I have Cal Day tomorrow, which is... Um, the town of Berkeley, since it's a college town, it's, it's when the school opens its doors to like prospective students for the fall, I I guess. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not in the school obviously, but for all the students that are here, it's basically just, let's have a huge party day. So there's just dance music out in all the streets. So that should be fun. I'll probably find like a barbecue or something to crash. Nice. Uh, That's what I did last year. And then Sunday is holy. Hey, I can see John now. Hey. Nothing has changed. <laughs> um, Sunday is Holy, uh, which is a big paint dance party up on the hills. 
And it's also going to be 26. So I'm looking forward to that. Should be, it's going to be a good outdoorsy weekend full cool. of the sun. Cool. Full of the sun. Yeah. But, um, let, yeah, let's get into the, the meat of the show. The, the top down perspective part of the show. Which is what this is on <laughs> April 15th. Nothing's changed, Paul. <laughs> Paul, John, and Sean are all here. We're all Hi. here this week. Hi, I'm on this I'm Friday episode. I'm home, you guys. Uh, I made it. You yeah, did it. So I'm proud of you. Paul, why don't you start us off with what you've been playing? Oh, shit. I guess that means I have to open this document up. It's been a while since I did this. I played Enter the Gungeon, dude. That game I is out. I played that, too. It's out? <laughs> that game is out. Yeah, it came out, what, a week ago? Like, not this week, but the week before. I think so. Enter the Gudgeon is a roguelike played very much like Nuclear Throne with Binding of Isaac with some like other. I think it's like super Binding of Isaac y. Yeah. It's very Binding of Isaac y, but like it actually controls and plays like Nuclear Throne, like with the shooting and stuff like that. The okay. difference is Nuclear Throne has like normal guns and bigger guns. This has weird guns on top of that and like weird effects and stuff. So. Ender the Gungeon is all set around you are going through the Gungeon. Everything is, like, where all guns go, basically. Everything is gun-related. The enemies... Yeah, all the, shoot, all the enemies are, like, bullets. Yep, and different types of, like, weaponry, and they shoot different types of things at you. It becomes bullet heli very quick. After yeah, about two... That doesn't surprise me. About two uh, stages, like, two floors, it becomes very bullet heli. But I've been playing it as well. A, How far have you gotten? Uh, I pretty like I've been playing been playing it a lot, so I only get to about the fourth level every time. That, that's way further than I get. So okay. I die pretty routinely on the second boss. I die pretty routinely either on the third level or the fourth, just like right away. There's some really okay. fucked up things as you keep going. But um, who's your what's the class you mainly use? I've been using Marine a lot, or Soldier, or whatever he is. I think it's Marine, right? Uh, he starts so. off with, know. like, only, one armor. I've only really been using the Hunter, I think it is. Yeah, the Hunter is pretty good with the bow. The crossbow. The crossbow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the reason I've, like, only played with her is this game has a really cool quick start feature. Um, that when you're on the title screen, instead of loading into like the little like main menu hub area, selecting your character and then walking over to the gungeon yeah. entrance, you can just quick start right back immediately into the gungeon with the last character you played as. Yeah. And I only play I played as the hunter the first time and I've just always been hitting that because I'm fine with the hunter and it gets me into the game so quickly. I love that feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm feeling like I should I should branch out, uh, try out the other characters. I'm not a huge fan of the hunter's like special ability, which is the dog. The dog. The dog's the adorable. Dog was, Come on. The dog's adorable, but it's <laughs> it's entire like it, the only thing it gets you is it'll like bark if you forget to pick up an item, which I never forget that. And it's also on the map if I forget that. Hmm. So like, what do the other classes do? What is the what's good about the marine? Uh, he starts off with uh one armor. So okay. just right, right away you have more health. I really like the animation of when you lose that armor, you get hit, his like helmet falls off, and he's just like, oh, or whatever. It's really, really cool. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, 
the thing is with this game is that the different classes, even though they're different, like they're not really because there gets to a point where you just it's about what guns you've picked up and they all be kind of right like I don't know like none of them have like a thing where you like teleport across the room or something like none of them break the game at all it's all just kind of like I bet, there, I bet eventually you will get I feel like we're probably pretty early oh like we're definitely very early I have a I bet a, you get some pretty crazy guns a friend of mine uh plays it every single night like he streams and he plays every night and he's been unlocking some pretty crazy things so i'm looking forward to it but so much What's has the come best out. gun you've either seen or unlocked and used the fight saber what is that it is a gun that is like a laser gun but then you swing it around like a lightsaber to bounce bullets back at enemies when they That's get cool. too close to you my my favorite one I've seen, or the silliest one I've seen, was a t-shirt cannon. The t-shirt uh, cannon is the silliest. It's not the best one. <laughs> yeah, it literally just shoots t-shirts at the enemies. And it hurts them. It doesn't do much damage. Um, but I thought that was pretty funny when I got that. Sure. Also, there's, like, a gun, which is literally the letter R. And when you shoot it, it just says bullet, 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 bullet over and over again. That's pretty good. That's a... That just seems like a, a Borderlands joke. Like, I swear there's a gun in there that, like, screams every time you shoot it or something. There is, yeah, there is. You're right. Or, like, every time you reload it, you throw it and it, like, screams or something. I can't remember. There's some Yeah, there guns. was one like that, too. Yeah, reloading, you just threw it and, like, exploded. And then you had a new gun and it was reloaded. There's Which also... Is, that's, a, that's a good idea. Like, that's a tactical move. There's also just, like really stupid guns like a barrel that shoots like fish out and they just like flop around after they hit an enemy <laughs> does it hurt the enemy yeah but like that's it's great not, it's not that powerful right <laughs> that's funny well have you what other silly ones have you seen because i've only really seen the t-shirt cannon oh what other so there's one i like actually quite a bit which is like a wind-up gun so to reload oh my it god you, that i didn't know how to use it you crank it right to reload it and as you're doing it it plays pop goes the weasel which is pretty good. <laughs> okay, hang on. How do you wind it up? Do you just hold down the reload button? Is that it? Yeah, you just hold down. Oh, I never reload. held it down. I just I just pressed it. Does it get more powerful, I'm assuming? No, it loses power as you... Like, it's uh, an automatic weapon, and it, yeah. it's the most powerful when you start it up, and then as it's, like, losing power before you have to reload and wind it back up, the bullets get weaker. So that's okay. one that you never really want to drain all the way, if you can help it maybe about halfway okay. and then reload. John, you should play this. If I think if you're a Binding of Isaac fan, like, you'll immediately... I, people have been talking this. about it. I've heard good things. John, you would absolutely... Exactly. Like, knowing you, you would love this game, I think. <clears throat> All right, that's good to hear. Yeah, I think there's it's a, like it's super Binding of isaac So There's another game yeah. that came out recently that I want to check out called uh, Ultimate Chicken Horse. Yeah, I heard so about that. check that one out. That's been out for a, a while, hasn't it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's been out for a while. I've I've watched a month, a, about a month. Yeah, I, Giant oh, okay. Bomb had a quick look of it. Uh, like couch co-opy game looks pretty silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Enter the Gungeon out on Steam now from uh, Devolver Digital or the people that are published it at least. So you should check that out. Uh, I've been playing Dark Souls 3, dude. That game is out. That game is fucking phenomenal. And I don't want it to end, ever. 
And the way I'm playing right now, it never will. So we're good. Because <laughs> I am playing. Are you doing like really bad? Yeah, I'm playing really, really bad. So there, Dark Souls three. They is, changed. Is that because maybe you missed out on Bloodborne, so you're behind. You're behind everyone else. No, it plays more like uh, Dark Souls one in a lot of ways, actually. Than yeah, uh, I mean, I would. I would. I will say it's kind of weird. The thing they took from Bloodborne. For Dark Souls 3, I'm not actually going to talk a lot about Dark Souls 3 because I know people get super pissed if you spoil, like, anything about it. So I'll just mm-hmm. talk mechanically. So here's the ending. Yeah. Now I'm just going to talk mechanically about it. Like, the enemies in Dark Souls 3 are super aggressive. Like, they will run at you and just, like, come at you. And it's kind of terrifying because the thing that you used to do in Dark Souls that, like, would win you every fight, basically... If you had a shield, you would put up your shield, circle strafe around until there was an opening, and then just, like, stab them in the back. And they've made it so the enemies now, or at least a lot of them, have, like, attack animations or patterns that, like, will fuck you up if you try to circle strafe them. So you actually have to, like, take them on. Like, the knights and stuff especially, it feels like an actual duel every time you fight them, and it's really, really cool. Really, really frustrating, too, if you're not, like, on... If you're just, like, it's no longer, like, I'm just going to casually play a little bit of Dark Souls before I go to bed. It's like, oh, God, I have to think this through a little bit. To be fair, I'm pretty sure that's the feeling they've been wanting to go for since Demon Souls. I mean, you're right. (laughs) And they did it. And it's kind of, I don't know, Dark Souls 2, like, was the last one I played because I didn't play Bloodborne. And maybe Bloodborne's a little different. But, like... I play. I used to play Dark Souls 2 after work, like, before bed. It was, like, my listening to a podcast and, like, playing a game thing because I just knew how it played mechanically. And they changed it just enough in this and made it a little bit faster that, like, I can't really turn my brain off anymore. So I haven't been wanting to play it until I could get a good, like, few-hour session in, not just, like, picking away at it. But everything in this has been super cool so far. All the, like, lore and story beats are pointing towards something I think is super, super cool, which I also obviously won't get into. Yeah, that game is the best Souls game I have played in a long, long time. And I can't wait to play are more. You, are you running into any of these, like, widespread PC crashes? Not a single one. It runs flawlessly on my PC. Okay, cool. And actually, you know what? That was notable to me because every other Souls game has run like shit for like the first week for me. That's why I was like, holy shit, this is actually running good. What the hell happened? And then I like well, went on the forums. Well, it seems to be running like shit for other people. <laughs> I went on the forums. I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> running like shit for a lot of people, yeah. which is too bad. But yeah, no, I haven't. Thankfully, I haven't had any of that, those issues. But the problem is now I can't blame the game for me failing at it, so it's a double-edged sword, I guess. Which means tomorrow everything will go wrong for me. Yeah, probably. That's kind of all I've been doing. I haven't been home a whole lot in the last couple weeks, so those were the two most notable ones. I played a bit of the Doom multiplayer beta last night. Because Is that new Doom game? That new Doom game. And it plays like a little bit slower unreal tournament and it's super addictive <laughs> and I love it but I really want to get like in with like 16 other people that I know all in like a discord server and fighting each other and stuff it'll be super cool I d- the way that game plays 
I don't think a lot of like newer like Call of Duty kids will like at all because it is very much just like that old deathmatch style with like rocket splash and stuff like that. Like it's very much like an old PC game done a little newer, which I love. But I could definitely see people just being like, this is trash or whatever. So we'll see. One of the cool things about it is that there's a perk. Like one of the perks that I got or unlocked that I thought was super cool was it's like a revenge perk. So you activate it when you die and like it'll light up and put like a path to the dude who killed you. So you can go like wreck him when you come back to life. That's kind of cool. That is really cool. Yeah. There's some other, like, weird little perks in there. I'm still trying to, like, unlock or see as much as you can in that game. But, yeah, it's been cool. I'll be playing more of that so I can talk more eloquently on it probably next week after I put more than, like, two hours into it. That's getting you excited for the the full release? Oh, yeah, I was already excited for the full release. I wasn't excited at all for the multiplayer, but now I am. So, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how I feel after like six hours of it and not just like two of it. It's one of those things that like I had two good matches back to back. So I was riding a high, right? <laughs> Wait until I've been like losing for four hours and then I'll, maybe I'll be singing a different tune. But for now, it's totally cool. Uh, anybody listening to this live or like if this comes out this weekend, depending when you're listening to this, it is free to download off Steam. You can go, just go do that right now and try it out. I highly encourage you do it, and maybe we'll see you on there. Uh, John, what have you been playing? Nothing. Cool, man. Nothing this week? Uh, I spent this week doing my taxes. I tried to play Quantum Break, but my Xbox (laughs) One won't connect to the internet, so I can't get any of the episodes. Great. That's weird. Yeah, it will not connect to my Wi-Fi at all, and I don't have the ability right now to get a wired connection there. So, uh... Quantum break. Okay, so this in the wayside. So is this, this isn't a game issue. It's a it's a console issue right now. As far as I can tell, it's a console issue. Yes. Okay. Weird. Are you were you able to play any of it? I didn't bother. Mm. Okay. Like I was wondering if you were able to play up to the first episode or like, not. Like I couldn't get any updates for the game, so I'm just like, all right, there's no point, I guess. Because if there's any updates, that means I also can't get the episodes. Weird. Yeah. Huh, I don't even know what, uh, I wonder what's wrong with your Xbox. I don't know. I turned off the internet at one point when I was having issues within the past, and it just had, won't re-enable. And everything else and, is and connecting course, to it fine, Wi-Fi? Yeah, every other console that's over here connects just fine, that has that uses the internet connection. The best yeah. part is that um, Xbox's, like, support for, like, hey, we can't connect you to the internet will give you the same message no matter if your password's wrong or if your router's got an issue or whatever. It'll be like, hey, we can't connect, so try doing this thing first. Try doing this thing. Is your password wrong? Is your Mac address wrong? So it's not tailored to what the actual issue they've discovered is? It's just kind of like troubleshoot? Yes. Nice. So so I I tried with the correct password, and I tried with the wrong password and got the exact same results. I'm like, this is stupid. Did you try, like completely unplugging the xbox and plugging it back in that's the only thing i haven't tried that's the next step well that's the one i usually end up going with because i feel i feel like the xbox quite often has like weird caching errors where it just needs to be like hard reset is like the answer to so much of my issues i've had before did you try throwing it out a window and buying a gaming pc (laughs) 
no. Not yet. <laughs> we'll call that plan B. Yeah. So no, did not play any games this week besides stream. Well, uh, I hope you get your Xbox back. I really, I really want you to play Quantum Break. Um, I wanted to play Quantum Break. It's sitting in the Xbox and installed and ready to go. Okay. Yo, what well, was like that said, my, my advice <laughs> that you played <laughs> when I jumped in your stream the other night? What's up? What was that cube game? Uh, oh, that was Cubivore. Cubivore. Okay. Yeah, that's a, and a weird Atlas game that on the GameCube. Oh, okay. That, that was like the third time we streamed it. <laughs> oh, so that okay. was a continuation of the file. Did you finish it? God, no. That game is long. Is it like a puzzle game or something? Like, what is it's it? A, it's a life simulator <laughs> sure. where you where you have to, like, attempt to evolve your character to become, like, the king of all cubivores. Okay. What is so, a cubivore? Like, it's like a cube monster. Okay, so it's not super long. Apparently, like, how long to beat? The only record they have showing is 11 and a half hours. So that's not too long. Okay. But uh, the idea is like, yeah, you're like a cube animal with all these different panels that are like make up your legs or arms. And then that's how you uh, it dictates how you attack your stats, like your defense, your health, oh, okay. et, cetera, et cetera. Neat. It's all right. I remembered another game I played. Okay. I played a little bit of Honeycam Studio. Yeah. Uh, John talked about that last week. Okay. How was how do you like it? I hate it. I can't stand it. Well, it's a disappointment, I should say. Like, for what it is, it's probably fine. My problem with it is that the things I like and find addictive about clickers, it doesn't have. It doesn't have, like, that complete progression thing where every I can just log into it and see, like, how my thing has grown. It's kind of like you play by sessions. You you don't like that it's a not that's a non-offline clicker? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't like that. It doesn't have... The things I like or find novel about clickers, and it doesn't have enough to make it a good, like... Uh, but, I mean, it's a clicker that ends, though. That's the idea. Yeah, I don't like that. Because, like, I like just being able... Like, I could log in right now to Venture Capital. You want to see those numbers go up forever. And just, like, see, hey, while you've been gone, you got, like, a thousand million or whatever dollars. And then, like, I'll play for two minutes and then turn it off. There's, like, for a clicker, I think there's too much investment that I don't care about in Honeycam and as like like a strategy game or whatever that genre is I can't like remember the actual name of it like I don't think there's enough depth there to keep me going like I'm just not interested so I mean I I played it I got the gold the platinum and the diamond trophies and then haven't touched it since yeah that's fair it just like I mean, if you if you can't leave it running, how else are you gonna find out what the biggest number is? <laughs> I mean, you, right. can, you can keep playing it. You can keep playing it after the time. Yeah, like, yeah. But there's no real point to it. What I do like I is that, I like that that developer keeps like mixing different older style genres together with like some new sensibilities. I just don't think this worked as well as Honey Pop at all, and that was a little disappointing to me. But, I mean, for six bucks, who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah. So, Is there more than just two Honey games? No. No. Okay, it's just the two so far? The first, there, one, was, yeah, the first one was kickstarted, and then yep. this one just came out. 
Yeah. Is there a third one? Like, is there going to be more honey I ho- games? I hope they keep making a shitload of them, because I really like that they keep mixing genres together and, like, doing it in a novel way. This one just fell flat for me. Like, mixing genres with boob, anime boob girls? It's not even the anime boob thing. They could just do something completely different if they keep, like, the mechanics on point. Should check out Elves Union. <laughs> now for Android. Trust me. Whatever the I hell have. it's called now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, my games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played the majority was Enter the Gungeon. That game's really fun, quite addictive. Sure. Uh, I played uh, Stardew Valley some more. Oh, I played uh, that, that is, by the way. Finally. That game's delightful. Sure. I didn't get into it, though. I didn't have the time it's, to just spend in it. So. Yeah. I mean, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Like. That's an over. There's so much to do in that game. Yeah, um, and is. I feel like I'm always just doing bad. Like it's like I feel like I'm never making enough money, or I'm not chopping down enough trees. And I think part of it is like the energy meter aspect of it. I just don't like because it just slows me down. I have constantly have to go to bed. Whereas like Animal Crossing, I can I can stay up all night chopping down trees, and that's great. Um, <laughs> right. I'm also really bad at that fishing game. Like, really everyone, bad. Everyone I've talked to has been bad at the fishing game. I, but what's really annoying fish in is that the first time area? I did it, I caught a fish the yeah. very first time. So I was like, oh, right. And now every every time I try again, I'm just trying to chase that high, and I can't. So it feels extra bad. <laughs> You're addicted to fish. Oh, no. Um, Not fish. Although I did get a letter in my mailbox to go ch- hang out with some wizard. I haven't done that yet, but that sounds pretty cool. That sounds cool, um, yeah. Both Stardew Valley and Enter the Gungeon have uh, really good music. Um, I'm specifically thinking of uh, that Enter the Gungeon like title screen song. Yeah, uh, it's really good. Yeah, um, it is. Also, I finished Fire Emblem Fates last night. Oh man! Nice. Okay, finally. Um, and it was kind of weird. Uh, sure. The last stage, I guess, the tiniest of spoilers. It's not a story spoiler uh it's is two stages there's a second stage uh and you can't save in between them Hmm. which so i played you know i played 20 i think it's seven and then end game so i played 27 and it was hard and i got through that and i'm playing end game and it lost a character so i was like well got to reset and i there was no place i could save and i was like is it really gonna make me do 27 again yes yes it is so I banged my head against 27 for a while again, and I finally got back to Endgame. And at that point, I was like, this sucks. I'm just going to rush the boss. I'm not going to try and take out everyone like I normally do. And in doing so, I lost a character, and I was like, fuck you, I'm finishing this game. And this <laughs> is the first time I've ever lost a character in Fire Emblem, ever, and continued on. Um, and it, it, I'm mixed up inside because i want to i want to be able to play all those games without losing someone that's how i've played all the fire emblems yeah um but i was like you're not even letting me save like come on i don't want to play 27 again uh so that was just annoying um and part of me was like i'm also just kind of getting tired of fire emblem i've it's the only game i've been playing on the train for the last like two months now uh so now i'm back to apollo justice okay uh, and that game lets me save whenever I want. Hard save. <laughs> um, so that's exciting. And uh, I'm down to the last um, case or episode or whatever of that game. 
So, so cool. we're gonna gonna finish that up in the next few weeks. <clears throat> Uh, that's all they've been playing. Uh, let's go on to this one news story. Yeah. Uh, there is now officially sanctioned uh, Pokemon lingerie in Japan. Excuse me? Right. Yep. <laughs> also, thank you to I'm3D Homer for hooking us up with this story. Oh, yeah. I sent that in. Thank you. Um, it's basically like three Asian girls wearing Pikachus on their lady bits. And wow. then there's like towels and stuff. And apparently these are official. You can't buy the um, the 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 lingerie that has like stuffies attached to it. Apparently, but if you go to Yummy Mart, you can get the actual functional stuff. All right. The Yummy Mart Pokemon collection. Get a Pikachu eye mask. Yep. <laughs> yep. There you go. All right. So that was news. <laughs> yep. uh, let's move on into questions. Slow week, yeah. There, I didn't. I couldn't find anything, you know. So slow week indeed. Yeah, Paul, you haven't been here. Do you remember how people can send questions in? No. Yeah. At least he's honest. But I'm pretty sure they can go to TDP Podcast on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash Top Down Perspective. Uh, I guess email is probably like the best way to do long form. So that's Top Down Perspective at Gmail.com. Uh, John's there is PO one box. better way to do long form, and that's what it is. Yep. <laughs> John's like, wait, he probably forgot. He probably forgot. No, no, I was waiting. <laughs> um, we got a bunch of questions this week. So let's also, go. Let's, let's... Reddit. There Reddit. you go. Reddit. I'm gonna jump and grab this first one. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to ladle Rex. L- laid one Rex. Yep. Um, okay. says. Obligatory Splatfast Splatfest question: SpongeBob or Patrick? Patrick. So people don't know Splatfest is the voting system in Splatoon right now, where you're on a team when you're playing online. You get to pick who you want to represent. SpongeBob versus Patrick. Patrick. Uh, I think I'm going Patrick. Is that three Patricks? Yeah, I think that's three Patricks. That TDP fully endorses Patrick Star. Yeah. <laughs> um you can take that to the bank. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh second I'll take the next two because they're from the same guy, and we'll just consider it one question. Michael yeah. for the win writes in saying Homesuck finally ended. Did any of you read it or care about it? My answer is nope. no. I don't know what this is. Okay. Also the has problem John Sleuth was great. <laughs> what is this? This is a book MS series. Painted, MS Paint Adventures. Yeah. I'm, okay, I don't know. What any Look of this. up Homestuck right. and just I'm be amazed at how many people. On... Yeah, <laughs> I'm impressed at how long you were on the internet and not actually heard anything about Homestuck. That's genuinely I, yeah, I have no idea. Well, okay, so for the, the possible listeners out there and myself, what is this? Homestuck is a, a. You want to take a poll or you got? It? It's just like a comic, honestly. Yeah, pretty so much. So it's a web comic. That's it's basically. like a choose your own adventure comic in a way because you yeah. took input from people and be like, you can type in a command and that's what will happen in the next panel and then he just like would lead it along this certain story and yep. it's been going on for years now because I remember reading the, the end of Problem Sleuth God, 2008, 2009 mm-hmm. Obsessive yeah, I'm fans of this. like they were probably the worst fandom for a while back in the day 
they were a pretty bad fandom for a while. Yeah, they were pretty bad. <laughs> like, people that complain about Undertale fandom right now, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> anyway. I, I heard the ending of uh, of it actually had a reference to Undertale because Toby did a bunch of stuff, fan game stuff for that. Yeah. Um, His second part, or second question or whatever was, has John gotten Fire Emblem Fates yet? Theoretically, I have a copy of the uh, collector's edition coming in the mail. Cool. Oh, cool. Did you find that or some uh, a fan a fan contacted me and offered to sell it to me. Nice. Cool. Are you gonna play it when you get it? You think or? Uh, mate, depends on what mood I'm in. All right. I'm still in a wishy washy mood right now. Okay. I actually because I actually want to play Bravely Second, which came out today, but I ordered the collector's edition off of Amazon and it will not be here until I am back. From PAX East, so your Canadian Amazon sounds awful. It kind of is. It is, but that rolls nicely into our next question from Konagami. Anyone excited for Bravely Second? And did you play the demo? Yes and no, which means I'll probably be playing the demo on on my trip. There you go. That's not too bad. And it's apparently it's the demo is at least an hour long. So yeah, yeah. Um, eh, and no. Would no, and no. Uh, John, you have this next one? Oh, yeah, sure. Sorry. Um, Kodagami. Dylan writes in and says, Prima's Dark Souls 3 Estus Flask Edition guide looks kind of terrible, especially with that sad, sad chunk of plastic they call a flask. I have to look this up. Did, did You have yeah. to look at it. It's pretty yeah, funny. You haven't seen this, Paul? No. So you get an authentic flask. Okay. I um, like if I like flasks, so I want you to look I it mean, up and I want you to describe you know, for all my yes, please flasks. describe it and then show it on screen for those who have not seen this. Sure. I just got to find like a picture of it, I guess. You'll so, find it easily, don't worry. So Prima Games Dark Souls 3. Yeah. And put flask in there. Yeah. Flask. Okay. Flask. While you're looking that up, the first part of the question is, do you guys have any guides that stand out as particularly good or bad? Oh, someone posted it in the chat. Sorry to interrupt. It's in the chat now. Paul, yeah, I still want it. you to describe this for us, for the audio listeners. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. For anybody listening to audio only, I'm so, so sorry. For people watching right now, you will see a screen region capture of it right now. So so what is it, Paul? Get, paint us a word picture. Okay. Imagine... That you're a kid. You're going to school, right? <laughs> you're like super excited because today's art class. You get to play with clay. This thing looks worse than what you would make with clay. It's like this green piece of shit that like this doesn't look anything like an SS flask, first of all. How big is it? I need to know scale. Uh I think it's it, I think it's about like kind of like the length of like a a hand, kind of. Yeah, like it's, about hand, it's about hand-sized. It's like a shitty vase that you would have, like, painted for your mom <laughs> to give her flowers in for Valentine's Day. Yep. <laughs> shitty vase. I think, I think I saw the top of it, and I think it's it's not even hollow. Wait, no, what? It's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. You can't tell in this picture, but it's not you, hollow. It's you can't use it to drink. Piece. It's literally just a hunk of plastic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that oh. is now my answer for worst I've seen. <laughs> That's pretty oh, dumb. It's so good. It's it literally looks like a toddler's toy. 
Like this is something you would give a kid just I to saw, like. I saw people saying it was just a butt plug. So. No butt plugs have. You know what? We're not going to get into that discussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, sorry. Uh, do you want to read the first question again? I think I cut uh, you off. Yeah. What is your in your history your best the best and worst guides you've seen? I don't. Um, okay. I haven't really got yeah. that many guides. Uh, I had a nice Gears of War 2 one that was like this nice red reflective metallic hardcover. Came with the, I think, art book inside. I like that one. There was this unofficial Resident Evil Director's Cut guide I got back when that game came out. I was probably like 8 or like something like that. And that guide had the most in-depth like explanation with pictures and like concept art and stuff like you've never seen before since in it. I, so I had it, and now I need to find it at my parents' house, even though it's, like, tattered and shredded because I read it so much. Like, I can't find it on the internet, even. There's no recollection of it. So I need to find that. That was the best, in my opinion. I need to yeah, find the remains of it. I don't have anything special. I had, like, a, you know, Tales of Symphonia guide, and it wasn't, like, it wasn't anything great. So just, I guess that. Uh, I had a Final Fantasy X or X or whatever guide that was pretty good for a while. I don't know where that went either. I think I have that. I think I might have that as well. It came with like the big like graph, the grid, like like uh, a poster. Yeah, poster. Yeah, I had that poster oh. up while I played that game, so I could actually see like where I wanted to go and everything. Right. Oh, I think I realized the worst guide. Um, okay. Since we're talking about Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy Nine guide. Okay. The one that, yeah, this is the one that you had to look up things on their website. Like, it it actually didn't in, contain information in the guide. They were like, all right, you're going to go to this area, then you're going to fight a boss. If you want to find out how to fight the boss, go to playonline.com slash FF9. Oh, man. Whatever. Okay. That's so and, gross. And guess what? That website went down like a year or two later. <laughs> so uh, I mean, that book is completely useless. What, wow. While you were online looking at that strategy did you then go over to game facts and not open the book anymore like that just I, makes literally no sense i don't know if uh game facts was like super strong in in 99 actually no, that would have been 2000 uh maybe i don't remember when game facts actually got started it was a subsidiary spinoff of gamestop right founded in 95 spot yeah I remember getting Mortal Kombat like combos off of that and printing them at school and getting in trouble for it, wasting paper. I remember printing a uh, a guide for Golden Sun. Yeah, uh, and just not understanding that this was going to be a really long document. Yeah, and my parents, <laughs> my parents were like, "What are you printing? It's still coming out." I was like, oh, no, game guide. And that's just silly because, like, you read the page. I'm done with this page forever. Like, I'm not going to go back. Yeah. Then I got smart. Then I started printing pieces of guides at school. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, he has a second right. question. Second part. Second part says, what is the best and worst special edition of a game or something game related that you bought? Uh, I didn't buy this, but I, I got it for free. Uh, the Call of Duty World at War Special Edition. This is also relating to the Dark Souls thing. 
mm-hmm. came with a canteen that yeah. was just a hunk of metal that you couldn't pour anything into. So this whole Estes blasting reminds me of that. How, how much harder would it have been to hollow it out? Remember that you special probably, edition of Call of hollow. Duty with night vision goggles? Yep. Those night vision goggles were cool. They worked, Except, kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. The problem is, you know, they uh, you had bad, like, death perception when you were wearing them. Yeah. They were gross feeling, but they worked, kind of. <laughs> I remember... I remember working the midnight launch of that game came out and we were like all putting on the goggles and then we were like, we can't see anything. Maybe we won't actually buy the game. We'll buy the regular edition. <laughs> I don't, I don't really have anything that amazing. Uh, Assassin's Creed two came with a cool Ezio statue. Yeah. Skyrim Assassin's Creed one came with a shitty little action figure that was really tiny. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. I like Skyrim's, the giant dragon statue. Batman Arkham Asylum had that weird Batarang. Yeah. I have a friend who got that, yeah. What Didn't one of the Resident Evils have a weird chainsaw controller? That wasn't a, that wasn't a special, a special edition. edition. That was actually something you had to buy. That was a peripheral. Oh, okay. And they made one for both uh, GameCube and PS2. Both times okay. that Resident Evil 4 came out. I think that thing's cool. I don't think I've ever seen one in person. What the controller? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you've never worth used a it? Decent amount of money. They're actually worth a decent amount of money now, but they were terrible controllers. They're terrible controllers. You should try. You have to try one at some point and just be like, "How the fuck? like?" Just because it's so bulky, or just it was the buttons are spread out in a weird way. The start button is a rip cord. Yeah, <laughs> it's a chainsaw. <laughs> so bad. I feel like that's the controller that if you get like three buddies over, whoever got there last, you know, yeah. if you player four, <laughs> it told, you get this totally. controller. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, all right, next one comes in from Hayes. Hayes AC. I'm just gonna go with. Uh, you are the leader of the bad guys for the new Pokemon game. What is the name of your team and its theme? What is your master plan? Uh, uh, my team my, name is my team name is Team Good Guys, and my master plan is that we're not the good guys. My master plan is something to do with time travel, and then they're going to go back in time and like and mess with the trainer. Wasn't that one of they them d- already? They did a time travel or a time related one, but they didn't like time travel. I don't believe. Oh, okay. I want like weird like like sci fi storyline. Like seeing multiple versions, like, and I have to end up time traveling to stop them. So I want to see like myself from the future. That would be cool. I would like to see a Pokemon like villain that isn't like about anything other than just being like barbaric. Just like we went into Pallet Town and destroyed everything and killed everyone, and we're so just you want an moving. actual villain, is what you're saying? Just like, like the Joker, the, just like the worst. The worst one whose villain. heart can't be warmed through right. a Pokemon battle. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Through Pokemon <laughs> friendship. Just like, I don't know, the most heinous shit. Just like a real villain. Like a terrifying just force of evil. That'd be pretty, that'd be, that'd be pretty interesting. Like this thing's actually <laughs> yeah. just like, like, yeah, we, that whole town is dead. That you can't, no, you can't get your eighth badge. 
we'll and then to like figure out something else. And of course, their Pokemon would be trained differently, right? So like the Machop or whatever, you fight against one of them. Like if it knocks out your Pokemon, it just snaps its neck in half and throws it. Just keeps, it just keeps hitting the Pokemon. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I like this idea more and more the more I hear. No, okay, it. here's a good one. You're fighting. You're fighting like an evil. I don't know something that has a projectile. I'll just say like <clears throat> like an evil Bulbasaur or something, right? Sure. Okay. And it, it the evil Bulbasaur knocks out your Pokemon, and you go to return it, and the Bulbasaur shoots you like a the ball and knocks the ball out of your hand. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't get that Pokemon back in its its ball, and then it just goes to town. Then it just like grabs it with its vines, holds it up above its head, and just starts twisting it and like terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm thinking of like a Pokemon this like is, This Brink. is for the Mortal Kombat crossover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is, this is, yeah, your Pokemon MK crossover. Yeah, like the Machoke drags the, the Pokemon over to like a like a lake and just holds it under the water. Whoa. But it's not a water Pokemon. <laughs> that would be crazy. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> all right paul you up yeah where are we okay essa hig all right essa hig writes in we're on emails now i guess having put over 70 hours in a hyrule warriors legends on a standard ds i can uh definitively say the controls only hurt your hands for the first five hours. So. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's perfect. That's a nice warm-up time period there. Yeah. What with having to press up on the D-pad and use the circle pad at the same time, and it runs at a full 60 FPS when there is only about one enemy on the screen and it's up against the wall, being locked at 30 FPS the rest <laughs> of the time, which doesn't bother me. It really isn't that bad. So I'm pretty sure the whole thing was really blown out of proportion. Which brings me to my question. How well does the game run on a new 3ds in comparison i don't know the answer to this i so. haven't played my copy yet so. i'm sure it runs better though just like from a hardware perspective i know it's supposed to be locked at 30 for starters so mm-hmm. at least it's got that maybe somebody That's... in chat can give us an answer do you have any idea what this uh what the handhold you need to go through to play this game is no I'm cu- I'm curious. Like the only thing I can think of is maybe you need to use the stylus and the face buttons at the same time or something. The one thing I'm curious about is since there's no right thumbstick, how do you do camera control? Maybe that's maybe you have to use the stylus. Maybe. And I have seen like old DS games where you had to do that and you had to use the stylus and the face buttons at the same time, and I did not play those for very long. <laughs> like the Metroid Hunters, I think was one of them, wasn't it? Oh no, you just needed the shoulder button. Yeah, no, I can't remember which game it was. I was, I was thinking of, but okay, uh, John, you're up. All right, next question comes to us from James. Analog sticks have been around for a while, but they weren't always with us. I know John hasn't always used one growing up with a Super Nintendo and all, and I assume that Sean and Paul might not have always used one either. So, what was the first game that you've used an analog stick for? Uh, an analog Pong? stick. The NES had Pong? that uh, controller. So, the Atari. Yeah, actually, you're Mine. right. <laughs> Mine would have been on the N64. Yeah, it, it actually. The answer is actually N64 because that's the first one. Mm. Um, first game might be Ocarina of Time. First game would be Mario 64 for me. Are we including like arcade stuff? 
Oh, if arcade stuff's an answer, then like because I played arcade stuff like before I even had a real console when I was growing up. So I can't even remember if I did or not. If we're counting arcade stuff, then God, what would I even say is the first one? Like prob- for me, Street Fighter probably. Uh, probably Ninja Turtles for me. Oh, fucking sweet. Oh, actually, it might be Ninja Turtles for me now that I think about it, yeah. Also, Simpsons. There was a Simpsons arcade machine where uh, we used to go swimming. I never did uh, play X-Men growing up. It wasn't until recently. I remember there was a a pool up in Banff that we would go to, and they had Simpsons and X-Men. Yeah. Had water slides. That was a good place. (laughs) Uh, next part is man or mine has kind of a story to it. I grew up with a PlayStation one and I always used the D pad. This continued when I got a PS two. I was content with watching my friends and brother play games that needed the analog stick, uh, stick. If it didn't have D pad support, that is until my 11th birthday when I got fairly odd parents shadow showdown the day before and was allowed to play it a little bit before school. When I noticed that the D pad didn't work, my brother offered to play it, but it was my game. So I wanted to play it. So I just went for the analog stick and never looked back. He, and he realized analog sticks so good, it didn't go to school that day. There you go. His uh, education was ruined from then on out. Yeah. Oh, damn you, fairly odd parents. I might be one of the few people that, if you give me an option, I will never use an analog stick as opposed to a D-pad. I, I prefer D-pad, personally. I always use the analog stick. I hate analog sticks for most games, except for like the ones that they're built for, like shooters and stuff. If I have the option, it's usually always analog stick. <clears throat> Ronan writes on the podcast from July 30th, 2015. Okay. There was sounds of a party outside of Sean's window that he went to go check on. (laughs) When he returned, he never said what he saw. So I'm dying to know what in the world was going outside, going on outside of Sean's window. Now I want to know too. (laughs) Uh, Paul, you got the next question. Okay. What was going on? Don't you do it. Don't you J.J. Abrams me. Tell me the answer. Paul, you got the next, Paul, you got the next question. <sighs> Andrew writes in, name a time you got incredibly frustrated with a game. Oh, okay. There's, there's multiple things in here. So when's name a time you guys got frustrated with a game? Most of the time. I guess Fire Emblem this week when I died and had to and found out I had to play that chapter again. Oh yeah, like Dark Souls three. There's a few. Yeah, I would, I would assume so. Yeah, that camera is still your biggest enemy. So it's like a homecoming in the worst possible way. It's like oh the game plays so good, but the camera is still kind of shit in some spots. Yay. Also, name a time that you got mad at a multiplayer and or got mad at a multiplayer and or a friend because of a game okay name a time you got mad at like a friend because like of a multiplayer you were playing multiplayer with them uh (laughs) most of the time okay i don't usually care because yeah but there's one time oh go ahead go ahead (laughs) there is one time it wasn't me it was a friend of mine he was playing Super Monkey Ball, and there's a stage where it's like a tightrope that goes in like a giant coil. So, like, it's super, super thin, and everybody's just quiet. 
then like another friend just says like out of nowhere right as he's about to reach the end look at those monkeys in the background they're dancing and he falls off and just threw the controller at him and walked out (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty good but those monkeys (laughs) i've never i've never gotten that mad honestly i've never really gotten mad. i had a friend who would get really upset if you beat him at smash bros melee and like he was pretty good. So yeah. every now and then I would, I, I, you know, just, you know, odds are every now and then I would I would manage to defeat him. And then he would just immediately like rematch now. It's like, <laughs> dude, calm down. So I guess I just kind of got like annoyed at him. OK, uh, he definitely got mad. But <laughs> fair enough. I. <clears throat> oh, he had a he had a little bit more to that question. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just going back to that right now so mine would be tekken 2 for the ps1 my friend kept spamming one move as jack 2 i think and winning we didn't talk for like two months after that wow <laughs> to be fair we were in first grade and i didn't know better <laughs> wow. all right john you're up that's really funny right. <laughs> uh thomas writes in and says why does this exist oh god i can't that's click exactly it because it i'm chat. streaming it i, I so. should have known uh, it is, it is Zelda the Wand of Gamelon, or sorry, Link the yeah, both Link the Faces of Evil and Zelda the Wand of Gamelon trailers for both games done in HD, so they're done with 3D models. Done in yeah, well not yeah, I was gonna say done in 3D because okay. that, that's different than HD. I'm kind of I'm kind of like, like totally cool with that being a thing. Sure. I think it'd be really funny if they actually remade those games. But kept all the weird quirks, but it actually just played kind of fine. I'd be kind of okay with that. I think that'd be. I think there could be uh, some some good comedy in that. I agree. Yeah, I think that'd be fun to see. And it exists. It exists because people, ironically and unironically, love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, The actual question from Thomas is, what's the most athletic activity you've done in the last five years? Uh, I used to swim laps a bunch. I go to the gym every day. Like, what do you mean by that? You also ran in an Ironman, so. Yeah. Uh, Spartan race, which I'm doing in a couple months, another one. Nice. I also have practice every weekend, so, like, I'm very physically fit. You're super active, yeah. What about you, Paul? Like... Does it count that I walk an hour to work every day back and forth from the bus stop? Sure. Is that the is that the most physical activity? Yeah, because I do it every single day. <laughs> there you go. But like, it's not like an event or anything. It's just, you know, life, man. And last question from CMM. Have you ever had an idea for a class in a game only to find out that it's already been done or is about to be done? I've always wanted to see a chef class that was useful in combat, and now Bravely Second has such a class, replacing the Alchemist class as the buff slash debuffer. No, not really. I am not creative enough, no. Do any video games do a sword mage? Probably not, right? What do you mean by sword mage? Like a sword mage is like... Like a spell blade? Yeah, that sort of thing. Like you imbue like uh, an element onto your sword. It's like, oh, now it does ice damage. Now it does fire damage like that. Yeah, I mean, for the most part. Or is it just someone who can use a sword and magic? Well, I mean, no, because a lot of things do that. (laughs) Fucking Magicka does that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Final Fantasy, uh, I want to say five, had Spellblades because they're in Record Keeper. Okay. There you go, Paul. Not so creative now. Are no, you? I was asking because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Is there a green mage? Is that a thing? Green mage? Like a poison a, mage or something? Like what would a know, green mage do? Um, just gets really high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hero uh, Engine brings up a good one. Jew class, it's all been done. Jew class all has been, been done. done. Yep. Uh, all right. Questions for next week. Top down perspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast, or the Facebook group, or John's P.O. Box. What's your guys' games of the week? I mean, I didn't play anything, so. <laughs> Dark Souls 3. Enter the Gungeon. Good choices. That'll do it. Which is good because I have to use the washroom. Um, so we're going to be back next week. Two of us will be back next week. Yep, I'm going to be at PAX East. Um, you'll see me streamed on the Twitch channel at some point. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Do you need to like, plug where your panels and stuff are? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember where Throne Controllers is, but it's Saturday at, I believe, 8.30. And then PJ I'm Salton. on the, the PJ Salton on Friday. What from- is PJ Salton? It's a, a tournament between, I think, was it 16 different uh, Twitch streamers? Mm-hmm. I don't and know. The top, and the top four get to move on to, uh, to continue at the finals at TwitchCon. Oh, in, in San Francisco? Yeah. Okay. So there's the potential that I'll be going to San Francisco in a couple months if I do cool. go. Cool. Just come crash in my place. I'm not sure how far away you are from the actual convention center, so we'll we'll decide on that. Well, I mean, Bart goes everywhere, so... Oh, well, okay. Just saying, if you want a free place to stay, you are more than welcome to go to a hotel if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We shall see. There we go. Um, tune in next week for another episode. Thanks, everyone. See you later. Bye.